We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. You're, you're tuned in to Starstruck, Starstruck, where the stars align. Now here's your host, Psychic Wayne. Hey, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Starstruck with Psychic Wayne, where the stars align, where we talk about all things astrology. It's kind of like astrology meets the news. And uh, happy Friday. Uh, these days, I don't know if it's Sunday, Monday, you know, <laughs> they're all kind of growing together here. Um, but you also listen to Dash app, Dash Radio app. And um, if you want to check your coronavirus updates, just come here daily. But I have a great show for you guys today. That's what I strive to do, to bring something inter interesting and always um, astrological. Um, two weeks ago, um, I had a guest that was local here in L.A., Last week, I had a guest from Canada, and this week, I went across the pond again, but I went a little further. I went all the way to the United Kingdom to bring on <laughs> Christelle. <laughs> you are too funny. I love the intro. That's so cool. Hi, Brucey. <laughs> How are you? Okay, well, let me tell people about Brucey. <laughs> my, Instagram, my Instagram name is actually Bruce Wayne, you know, Bruce Wayne 11. And that's how we connected. So she thought my name was Bruce. So now she calls me Brucey. And um, Christelle, she's she's an astrologer and she's also an astrology teacher at uh, heartspaceastrology.com. So thank you for joining me. Oh, happy to be here. It's such a pleasure. What a palaver for me. I had such trouble getting here to you online. Um, <laughs> do you know that the moon currently is squaring Uranus. So I've been anxious and like nervous pretty much all day, but this has just killed it for me. <laughs> like, oh. How absolutely. you doing, Bruce? I'm good. It's absolutely nothing to be ner nervous about. The thing about it is that I had a horrific week because transiting Mars was killing me. It was conjunct my moon, mm -hmm. square my Venus, now I square my sun. You know, mm -hmm. so that's the benefit of knowing astrology is that, OK, if you got crazy things going on, crazy things happening, you can look at your transits and see, OK, this is what's happening and this is when it will be over. You know what I mean? Yeah, you've got that awareness. You've got that preparation. I think awareness is so key if you if you want to kind of ride through the waves of, you know, the transfer transformation transformation happens every day happens all the time mm -hmm. astrology just gives you that map isn't it and the tools and the guidance to manage all unexpected events exactly <laughs> well, mo well, well, most unexpected of events most of them anyway <laughs> okay now, yeah 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 you know, I was laughing about the fact I love your accent obviously but you uh -huh. know when I, when, I love when I yours you sound very um American <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm very American, Atlanta, Georgia. Yes. Kirkwood Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. And, you know, um, yesterday I tried to speak with a British accent and you laughed so hard at me. I was, it was, I don't think that was very British. <laughs> well, I don't I know trying. what that was, but it was so funny. And then we started doing the, uh, the country accent. I was just like, oh my God, <laughs> that was too funny. I love your accents though. They, it's, it's, they're so versatile. Well, I guess so many states, you all sound so very different. Right, like you, like your, think, hun your honey bunch who lives in Ohio, his accent would be a little bit different from mine, right? More right, yeah. yes. yes. He's, he's, he's got a bit of a country accent. Let me just give him a shout out. Hi, Drew. James Drew. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's up, Drew? My fellow American. So <laughs> I know he knows about... He's got a, he's got a, a, he's got a Sagittarius stellium. And uh, he is very, very worldly. 
Oh, and that's he's got great. A country accent. But I need to get him here in London. <laughs> Wait, well, that's that um, stellium that he has in. Mm -hmm. It's in Sag, you said, right? It's in Sag. So he's got the sun there. He's got uh, uh, Venus there, and he's got. Oh gosh, what's the other one? Venus. He's got a big stellium, actually. I'm just putting up his chart. Well, you know, Venus. Oh, oh and Mars. And Mars. So so much energy, so much potency in and around this 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 fire. Right. Fire well, how, and mutable energy. How about the fact that he has Venus in Sagittarius? Venus rules women and Sagittarius rules foreign. Right. That's what I'm saying. And there that's why I'm going to marry him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, there you go. We'll, we'll have you guys on as a couple. How about that? <laughs> that would be great. But also, I've got like, I've got Mars and I've got Saturn in Sagittarius. So they they do have a conjunction. They do conjunct all of his personal planets in Sagittarius. So there's, there is this element of commitment there. The Sagittarius is bringing that commitment. Mm -hmm. And then we've got the Mars bringing that energy, that, that, that real potency within it. So that brings upon this kind of very vibrant and fun element to our relationship. But also the Saturn will tend to kind of bring that sternness and that that uh, crystallization. So it right. can feel quite intense for him, perhaps sometimes, or, or, or a bit hard, because Saturn hardens, doesn't well, really brings in that sternness. I think also energy. the good thing about that, about having Saturn there, is because Saturn also rules maturation. So generally, yes. when, when I do, like, compatibility charts, I yeah. look to see how these Saturns are connecting or what, what this person's Saturn is doing to your Saturn because, yeah. you know, if there's problems there, it'll be a problem making it long term. That's but right. That's, that's there why, you go. like, we shy away from Saturn a lot. But if he, if he's aspected in areas that allow for, for example, in relationship, if he's aspected, even if it's challenging, if it's a square, Mm -hmm. or an opposition it does indicate if you if you manage to succumb and override the challenges that that pose in those relationship in those in that relationship then it does indicate longevity and endurance and that's re that's really cool if you're wanting to have that sense of you know security within a relationship right but you know we are you're right we we are afraid <laughs> of saturn because saturn is the daddy of the Zodiac. He's the big daddy. He's the stern monster. Hey, can I just say something? If my American accent comes out, it's not because I'm trying to laugh at you. <laughs> it's because I'm surrounded. I feel like I'm surrounded by America right now. It is so bizarre. My my world has become American overnight. <laughs> well, hey, well, welcome to our world. We'll see. At least, even though you're surrounded by us, um, yeah. you don't you don't have to be you know led by our president. How about that? No, no, and we're not. Oh gosh, talking about presidency. This is Saturn. <laughs> this is authority. Now, yes. What's, what's your what's your uh, not Boris? That's mine. What's Trump saying on your side? Well, <laughs> for the last probably for the last few months, transiting yeah. Neptune has been square his midheaven, and you know what? Okay. Transiting ne Neptune is totally lies. It's fantasies. It's Deceit, telling it? yes. It's telling things that aren't true. So, right. you know, he's been on television talking about, you know, oh, these drugs or whatever, this drug that they had is going to be able to cure everybody and we're going to get rid of the coronavirus, which is not true. But you know what? Wow. The update, the update, and this is what I wanted to start the show off with. We just got a little lost here. <laughs> That's all um, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, here in the United States, well, it's the United States and Germany. They've come out with um, a vaccine that they yes, say I heard. 
will be introduced by fall for emergency cases. And they're saying, hopefully by the end of the year, it could, you know, it could be around for millions of people, you know? Right. Right. But some people are a little, little scary Skeptical? when it comes to vaccines. How do you feel about that? Uh, well, I think by the end of the year, Jupiter would have moved fully into Aquarius, right? Uh, Let me just have a week. Wait a minute. Week. By the end of this year, yes. And also, Saturn Saturn will be in range of the cusp. So, Saturn will be oh in range God. of the cusp. Okay, because I'm thinking from the 30th of November... Mm-hmm. So we've got, okay, so hold on a minute, because I was looking at this. I think it's great. I think it's very optimistic. I think with um, Jupiter going into Aquarius, it will uh, provide some freedom in thinking, some flexibility around thinking. I know it's going to be fixed because it's a fixed sign, so we're going to have, you know, an element of like rigidity but it, but it is air is does allow innovation to come through Ooh. right well saturn saturn doesn't go in until december so What's jupiter it? well they both go in around the same time actually i'm oh, just boy. checking now <clears throat> yeah they go both they both go they in they both in go into aquarius yes right okay okay uh, and honestly, squ it squares Uranus though for yes. a period, so that's going to cause some barriers and some challenges there in itself. So it'll be interesting to see how we respond to it. I think maybe collectively, uh, you know, like well, this is Aquarius is the planet of is the sign of humanity, right? Yes. So collectively, we're all going to have a say. And also, it's a very scientific science. So there is going to be a strong presence around science. I think there's not going to be any hiding away from the vaccines. It's just going to be interesting how skeptical people are going to be. I mean, maybe by the time we 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 have relapsed, because it's very likely that we may relapse in June when we've got the retrograde um, for Saturn and well, Pluto, there'll be right. no retrograde. Right. And also, there's gonna it's there's gonna be another retrograde again in at the end of the year. So maybe perhaps the build up of the fear uh, and the uncertainty uncertainty throughout the year might allow people to think differently about the vaccines or to think quite progressively about the the vaccine the vaccine and maybe trust. But this square is for me a bit concerning. I'm not sure about that one. Well, my my bigger my bigger concern, yeah. Well, Saturn square Uranus, which it goes exact in February of twenty one, and that is definitely you know that's not a good transit, and they're both in fixed signs, you know. Yes. But the yes. good thing about Uranus being in Taurus, I mean, it's forcing us into the future. I mean, that's yeah. why they're coming up with all these different uh, cures and that kind of thing. So yeah. we don't have any choice, and but it's not gonna we'll... it's not gonna be completely comfortable, but. Mm. But I think at the end of the, when we get to the other side of everything, um, it's just going to be a better place to live. Do you think that maybe perhaps with that aspect as well, there's going to be much more of a naturalistic kind of progressive approach to our healing? Because I'm just thinking about the Uranus in Taurus and, you know, the earth and the earthbound or the earthly kind of material realm that may be associated with with that aspect well the thing because of a lot it is, of us is that, are starting to think that way anyways well uranus doesn't like 
doesn't like being in Taurus. He hates the, it, right? It, it, right. It restricts and I think him. Not only the fact that it's going to be square, and here I go, I have to try not to scare people because <laughs> I scare myself at the same time. I know, it's that Virgo <laughs> energy. <laughs> but the, when Uranus transits um, Taurus, that's why we have been having all the fires out here, all the earthquakes. Uh, and we don't need that right now. We got this other stuff that we really, really are dealing with. I know. You know what I mean? But right now, and this is what I talked about last week and maybe even the week before, because I try to look at the things that are positive and that, that astrology can bring. The fact that transiting Neptune, which rules infectious disease, it rules uh -huh. the, the immune system, is being aspected nicely by Pluto and Jupiter. Right now? You know? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, and that's mm -hmm. why you know we're hearing all of this news about the the vaccine, and then also, re, let me pronounce this remdesivir. Remdesivir. Yes, that's a new cure that they're Is working that a with drug? here. Yes, here in the United States. Guess and what? It's not it's not really a cure. Oh. But what it does is it shortens the duration of the if somebody is sick with the coronavirus. That is so. I mean, I heard about it today because you told me about it yesterday. So I've done a bit of reason mm -hmm. and I got my information from a very reliable source. We've got this newspaper kind of company called The Telegraph. Like, I'm not a news reader, really. <laughs> like, I don't read the news. <laughs> okay. But actually, I was really interested to see what this was about. And um, so it, it's a drug. So it's actually being tested right now. We're tra they're trailing this drug in the UK. So there's no real results. But it is known to the health. It is known to the health officials, and they have reported it to reduce the recovery time. Yes, as well as reduce the mortality by thirty percent. I was like, that's a huge statistic. So that's really promising. I'm I'm really hoping that this this will be something that can really take place. So the UK patients at the moment have been provided with placebos. So it's like this whole notion of you want to say something. I can see your lips moving. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. no. Okay, because there's a bit of a delay on my side. No, so they've been given placebo drugs, and now they're being ready to, they're getting ready to take the actual drug. So it'd be interesting to find out what's going on. But I feel like by the time that, what what have I noticed? So in July, so when, yeah, so when there's the, the retrograde, so there's the Saturn, Pluto, Jupiter retrograde, and if the drug comes around that time, it would lessen the impact of the, you know, the, the the relapse essentially, because already by then, we've got the tools, we've got the equipment, we've got a ton of vent ventilators, by the way, in the UK. I don't know what it's like in America, mm -hmm. but we've been able to really accommodate our patients or the patients um, suffering from this coronavirus with all the equipment. So it seems that like everything seems to be put in place. And I've just found out today that we've the the peak is no longer. We've reached the peak. Of, of of this coronavirus so we're now on the on the sliding slope and so if it right. continues this way we'll be better prepared to manage the the relapse in june exactly and, and the drug would add the on top of that and therefore further reducing anxiety and fear around it right well the thing of it is is that we have this doctor here that um dr fossey Fashi is, is his name, and he comes up with the president daily and gives his updates, and he's very, very credible. Um, most of us like him. I mean, most of us like love this guy because he's giving, even though he's telling the truth, it still gives us a little bit hope, of, of hope. And I think mm -hmm. we listen to him more than we listen to the president because the president wow. has made, made it known that you know he, he doesn't really agree with him. So 
this guy, uh-huh. he's kind of, if he told me or told some of us <laughs> that there is a Santa Claus, we'd all be like, okay, there's a Santa Claus. You'd believe it. <laughs> we'd believe it. Wow, yeah. that's so much faith. Well, yeah, I mean, because he's been so honest and he's been right and he's informative. I mean, he's an infectious disease specialist and and he worked with the HIV um, AIDS thing. So, you know, we we trust him. We don't even trust our president. But you guys are a hopeful nation anyways. Aren't you Sagittarius rising? No, 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 no. I am Libra rising. No, the UK. Sorry, the America. Oh, the, the America. Oh, see, it's about me. I'm the Leo. It's all yes. about you, Mr. Leo. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the USA. That's interesting. Yes, the USA is Sag rising, and that's so. Exactly. That's so interesting to me because, again, you know, Sagittarius rules foreigners. I mean, we're supposedly a country of immigrants. You know, yes. before they took over, and also huge, huge sports fans. You know, and because yes. Sagittarius rules sports, and right. a lot of people are going crazy right. With, a lot of people are going crazy with? right now because there are no sports going on. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, what 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 is your connection with wild animals then? And Sagittarius <laughs> rising. You have? Do you have? You, you have? Well, me personally? No, no, talking? no. Just as a country, I'm just curious. Sorry, it's a bit random, but that yeah, that must is. be quite prominent. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, what, wait, I'm sorry. What is your question about wild animals in the USA? Yeah, it. because of Sagittarius rising um, mm-hmm. and Sagittarius rules wild animals, and plus your Jupiter is, is exalted in, mm-hmm. um, in Cancer. In Cancer, so I'm right. Are you animal lovers? Oh, animals. you know what? I, <laughs> yeah. That's why you threw me, because I'm, I'm, not, I'm not that person. But there's <laughs> many animal lovers in this town or in this oh, country. Right? They treat okay. them like kids. Really? You know? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is too funny. That's too much for me. <laughs> that, that's that's a lot. Do you like animals? I like animals, but from afar. I've had three cats. I've had oh. like, uh, you know, I've got I've got energy in Sagittarius, so I do like animals, but I don't like the responsibility. I've got too much mutable energy in my chart, mm-hmm. so I like to move about a lot. So it's hard to really look after them the way they deserve. So I've right. had. I've had them. I've had to give them away to loving people. <laughs> I've tried to figure out where it is in my chart that I'm just not an animal fan. Um, yeah. I had a friend to do my Vedic chart. The first thing he saw was that he was like, "You don't like animals." <laughs> is that what he said? Yeah, the it showed. It showed up. Saw. The first thing he said that showed up in my Vedic, which do I don't you think Saturn has something to do with it. Uh, well, Saturn is opposite my son, maybe. But, you know, Sagittarius doesn't rule a cusp in my house when we use Placidus. Placidus, you guys, is a... Is right. a yeah, it's a, how did you say it? We you say, say Placidus. Okay, I, I call it Placidus. That's the Atlanta in me. You guys, oh. that's a certain way, a certain type of chart. When we read the charts, we can have... We can use either whole houses or what Christelle said. It's Placidus. Placidus, darling. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. <laughs> Hello, dear. <laughs> so you yeah. use Placidus, right? And you use whole sign sometimes? It just depends. Yeah, but right. I, pref- I prefer Placidus. Look, you got you. me saying Placidus. Placidus. Thank you. Placidus. <laughs> there you no go. No problem. That's what okay. I use most of the time. You know but yeah, this mean? drug hopefully will, will bring so much hope uh, to the people and like at the time, it'll be season, it'll be cancer season. People may be mm-hmm. much more relieved. Uh, 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 no, much more wanted to stay home as well and protect their tribe. Uh, maybe again reducing the impact of the relapse this time around. So it, it sounds quite 
promising. I'm really hoping that, you know, all of these factors will play a key role in just alleviating stress and anxiety for right. the people, for the well, world. The thing that makes me more anxious, I mean, I'm happy to hear that there's, you know, we're in the age of Aquarius. I knew that some kind of, you know, therapeutic would come through sooner than later. But we have people here, I mean, in the United States, we have over a million cases. We're the highest, the country with the highest cases in the world, yeah. which still wow. blows my mind. So my issue is, okay. yes, a yep. million, over a million, actually. So my issue, when I think about this, is that <clears throat> there are a couple of states here that are going to start to open up, okay? Open up and let people go out and do whatever they need to do. But right. the real the real way that this 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 thing was beat in the other countries is that they really, really restrict about the social distancing. Is there some kind of time frame when you guys can open up? Do you know what? Funny you should say that because what well, today I've learned, obviously there's been this slope. So we've, we're over the peak. I'm hoping we are over the peak. Uh, I kind of saw that when I when you know, in terms of like the, the tourist energy, I was like, oh, this is good. It's going to slow things down a little bit just mm -hmm. for the moment. Um, they are in talks. They will be in talks about how they would proceed with lockdown. They're not saying it's going to happen now, but the talking and the conversations and the exploring will start next week, you know, as to how people uh, are going to go back into work, um, how pe children are going back into schools. I think there's mm -hmm. going to be a plan put in place, but there's no date as yet. And they wait. I don't think there'll be a date anytime soon. Oh, wow. But you guys are still, the government pays like 80% of your salary or something like that? Right. So, yeah. So, and that's the great thing about the UK is that we've got such strong Capricorn energy. Um, and so work and, you know, the workforce, the economy, um, mm -hmm. stability and security is all really, really prominent as a country. And um, one thing, a blessing uh, is that, well, we've got Neptune sextiling also, isn't it? The Capricorn energy. Yes. And so, and um, what that, what's, it's been really helpful in that the NHS, they're really trying to protect the NHS. And in protecting the NHS, it means people have to stay home. And in order to make people comfortable at home, is that opposition to cancer, um, Many people have been furloughed. So that's like basically given, granted the, the space to stay home, work from home, or just, oh no, sorry, apologies. I'm working from home and I'm getting paid by my organization, but to stay home and get paid. So mm -hmm. the employers would probably pay about 80%, for example, and then the government would pay the rest. So there's about 4 million people in the UK who are currently furloughed right now, and that's pretty amazing. Wow. I'm not fellow though. Well, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm still working. I'm still well, tired. Well, the government here, they sent people checks for $1,200. I heard. I mean, I find that quite <laughs> astonishing. Why do you think that is? Um, I think in well, comparison. <laughs> well, I, I don't know how you guys' system runs, but the thing of it is, I mean, big capitalists here. I mean, people with all the money, they keep it. And the government is like, no, nah, no, nah, we're going to give you all something, but it's, it's not enough. And the thing of it is, this is what concerns me. Right now, transiting Jupiter and transiting Pluto are both opposite our sixth house ruler, which is, you know, the sixth house is health. It also rules disease. Right. And it's coming out that more black people or more people of color are being affected by this COVID-19. Yeah. So, and that, that transit is not even over yet. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, that's really interesting you should say that. I mean, you so it sounds like you've got a particular kind of area that's being triggered much more so. So you're saying uh, um, black people and... Did you say Latina? Sorry, I'm struggling to hear you. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. People of colour, period. So, yeah. People of colour. Okay, so they get... And that's obviously to do with their, their lifestyle as well, isn't it? And well, yeah, and well, being able to access healthcare, perhaps healthcare. That's easily. the root of it. That's the root right, of it. So, right, right. Well, for us, actually, it's not quite the people of color as such that are coming out as prominent, prominent um, as a prominent feature. It's much more the elderly. Um, we have so much respect <laughs> for the elderly in this country, and now I would say that's much more the, the Capricorn energy. Our son is in Capricorn. Um, actually, let me just pull up the chart just to make sure that I've got, because I don't know it off by heart in that respect. But, and so Capricorn or Saturn as well, as you mentioned earlier, rules maturity, um, the elderly people. Yes. Uh, and so we're finding that with this, with this stellium, you know, Pluto being a, the death and transformative planet, and then Saturn being about, you know, the the the, the restriction and the, the crystallization and together it's Pluto and Saturn is really much very much about endings and just really stripping away and having to it's that cold hearted not cold hearted but that cold ending um, that's linked in with you know the the the, the death essentially and so mm -hmm. we are finding that care homes are really suffering. Um, I, I, every care home have had thousands or hundreds of deaths in this country. Um, I think that that's kind of universal. We're having the same problem. And transiting transiting Neptune is the opposite. Um, the natal so are Neptune you saying that the elderly are suffering a lot in general yes. over the world? Okay, yeah. Yes. For us, yes. it's prominent. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, when you say suffering, they're suffering because of this, this virus, yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. because what's happening is that it's getting into these like um, the, the care homes and it's infecting all of them yeah. and there many of them are passing away but not only yeah. that i mean it's now getting into the jails and oh that's that concerns stuff. me a lot and that's that's the that concerns me a lot because obviously also pisces is connected with institutions right Yes. So hospitals, prisons, care homes, even retreats, ashrams. <laughs> I mean, ashrams <laughs> have a bit more hope. <laughs> well, I mean, not only not only does Neptune rule prisons, it also rules the hospital. So, right. Um, I mean, look at the, the the frontline people. A lot of them, you know, are, are getting sick. God forbid, you know, because mm -hmm. we need them. We need them. Mm -hmm. we need them to be brave and save our lives and that kind of thing. <laughs> Oh, right. God, I didn't catch you at the end, your voice. <laughs> oh, I'm just, I'm, okay. I don't know what's that's going right. on with this thing, but I'm, I'm yelling, I'm yelling. Are yelling. you? Okay, yeah. that's okay. <laughs> but so, yes, yes. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh -huh. No, I was just going to say, so yeah, the elderly people are really suffering and we've had, I think, I believe, if I've, if I've got this right, about 30,000 deaths just from care homes alone. But um, there in, in your, in your country? Yeah. Okay. That should be about well, right. 30,000 deaths, not just from care homes, but collectively, but many of them have come from from care homes. Right. Exactly. Well, yeah. yeah. They have but a higher rate I, of it. Do you know what I've learned, though, today? 
What is that? <gasps> listen, listen, right now, this is what we do. I'm hearing clapping. So the nation, every Thursday, Mm-hmm. Every Thursday at 8 o'clock, Brucey, we clap for the NHS. So in case people don't know, in your country, the, the NHS stands for the National Health Service. Right. And that's where we get our free health care. Now, because we've got nurses and doctors, just like everywhere in the world, at the front line, and uh-huh. we've got key workers at the front line, we appreciate them and we acknowledge them by clapping for them. So we all come out. You can't hear it because it's my microphone's not great. But we all come out of our homes. We go onto our balconies, our gardens. Uh-huh. We go on the road. And we clap and clap and we, you know, if we're driving, we stop and we press our horns and literally for about five minutes. And I'm so sad that you can't hear it, but it's the energy is so live. It's so beautiful. So this is our routine here. I'm wondering whether you guys in America have any kind of symbolic way of thanking. Yes, they do. Not in my neighborhood. I haven't seen it. So I go out on the balcony at eight o'clock and I'm the only one there. So but yes, I've seen it on the news in New York and a couple of other cities. They may do it in Hollywood, which is okay. you know, about eight minutes away from where I live. Yeah. So, but yeah, we, yeah, we, we're, we're doing that as well. I just that haven't experienced so it. So magical. I absolutely love it. And it, for, interestingly enough, it ha- for us, it happens on a Thursday and Thursday is ruled by Jupiter. And Jupiter is linked with obviously a Pisces and Pisces is linked with Neptune. And we've got this whole concept of hospitals and healing and it's just so interesting but it really is interesting and i mean because you're not american you wouldn't know this but we celebrate thanksgiving on thursday and it's the it's the kickoff of the holiday season which is jupiter which we eat too much we drink too much we spend too much money and then we end up going into capricorn and holding us hey i hear i hear hear it I hear it. Oh my God, it's so loud here. So I'm really having to kind of listen into you because it's so loud outside my house. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> it's insane. Oh, wow. You see how close we are to one another? Like yes. London, California. <laughs> there we go. There we go. But, but hey, I know you want to be closer to Ohio, but it's okay. I want to be so close to Ohio right now. Like I'm it's... waiting for the, the borders to open. Well, I cannot hey. wait. But look, we got to be obedient until that time comes. I know. And I know. And you know what else I wanted to bring up before we move on away from the virus a little bit? Um, Bill Gates. Oh, go for it. <laughs> yeah, I was telling you, and I talked about this last week, how these people, you know, these anti-vaxxers are, they're kind of the root of all of these rumors about him, you know? Well, he's... And, and when I looked at this chart, and I, yeah. I, I, I used whole houses... Because oh, he he's, did? He, well, for this this event, because I, I could see the aspect. I mean, yeah. he's, using, he's using his own money to help fund, you know, he's using, what, sorry? he's using his own money oh. to help to help fund uh, a cure for right. this, uh, you know, for this coronavirus. But when I use whole, whole sound houses with this chart, <clears throat> uh, the ruler of a six, you know, what is the six house rule? It rules, rules disease, right? Yeah. is very strongly aspected by Jupiter and Pluto. And then wow. that, gets, that gets a sextile by yeah. Neptune. Neptune, right. And that sextile is Venus, and that's money. I haven't got his chart in front of me, but I remember seeing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, he, so his sixth house is triggered, right? Isn't it Virgo? Is it ruled by Virgo? Is it? Uh, yes. I believe it is, his sixth actually. house is ruled by yes. Virgo, so there is a, there's, there's a trine happening with that. Capricorn stellium, so instantly it's gonna there's gonna be a scrutiny around health and the way he 
he, I suppose, oh, what's the word I'm trying to find here? The way he participates in the healing process of this disease and this, this mm-hmm. sickness. And like you say, Neptune, and Neptune is also linked with disease, right? Yes. Um, but it's, it, it's all positive. It's sextiling, it's, it's shrines there. So it's all really positive in, in terms of his positive, uh, positive. Right, but that's why I get upset with these conspiracy theory people who jump in my comments and, oh, da, 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 he's, he's this, he's that, he's a devil, he wants to kill people, he wants to take over the, the healthcare system. I'm like, shut Right, up. yeah, 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 but no, but Pluto, Saturn's trying to use Virgo in the second house, and he, that money, his personal income, whether he gets it, or, well, he's going to get money from this either way. He's spending his money, but there's no way he's not going to make money from this. Well, maybe, this but I really, thing. because it's sixth house, the sixth house is service to others, I think his yeah. intent... His intent is to help. So it's to know, help, and, but yeah. he will gain. He's gonna gain. I mean, he He's gives away billions of dollars. He's got to gain in some way, shape, or form. I, I yeah. remember reading a while ago he donated thirty billion dollars. Who the heck can donate $30 billion? Okay. I know. Is it to children? Because I have a feeling he's very good at donating to children. Is um, it the, the fifth house? Is, is it ruled by Leo? <laughs> okay, I don't... You, you know what? I have my notes here. I didn't bring it. Yeah, part. his fifth Maybe house is ruled by Leo. <laughs> if, we, if we, we're looking at whole signs... Maybe and so they, he, he's got he's got a strong affinity with children, and from what I remember, he's really good at helping children and fa- uh, and donating to to families. I think he's quite generous, anyways. That's the oh, impression yeah, I've always is. got from Bill Gates. No question about him. He's cancer rising, and then well, his, there you go. That's that's yeah. the tribe. Yeah, and then and, then, and his moon is conjunct his midheaven. So really, yeah. his mark in life. You know, is nurturing and taking care of people. Yeah, well, there you go. And this is why conspiracy theories are so important because they do trigger thinking, they do expand your mind in some way, but it's also very important to be discerning. And astrology allows you to be that because then you can go and get informed decisions, be objective about what you see in the chart, and be able to relate that back to the information you're receiving in the mundane world. That's why I love astrology because we're able to make sense of what doesn't always make sense in the world. That is totally, totally it, you know? Yeah. And people that don't get it, eh, you know, one day they will. But to me, I have many friends, some of my, even my family members, don't know, didn't know a thing about astrology, but now they're open to it. They get it, you know? And, and that's why I talk about it all the time because it's really super fascinating to me. It's so fascinating. It's so life-changing. Do you know, can I tell you something, Bruce, before you move us on? Sure. It has taught me how to think. Astrology has taught me how to think. You know that my Mercury is in Pisces. Mm-hmm. So my Mercury is in full and in detriment. <laughs> it's like <laughs> yes. badly, it's in a bad situation. Now, there's no real good and bad anyways. I say bad, I don't really mean bad. It just means I've got to work it and I've right. got to change the way in which my Mercury is expressed so that it works for me. But astrology, because like I always felt like um, I was somehow inhibited in terms of the way that I express myself verbally, mm-hmm. in terms of the way that I express information and digest it and whatnot. Astrology, when I, I when I found out that this was the case and I started to decode symbols and I started to widen my vocabulary, like, you cannot stop me from talking now. Like, there's oh. no way. You could not shut me up. <laughs> Wait, doesn't, <laughs> Gem- doesn't Gemini rule your 12th house, Cus? Uh, yes, it does. Well remembered. Yes. Okay. Well, see, there you go. You have this hidden talent that you're bringing out from, you know, from the 12th house, yeah. which is great. 
And this you know? is my platform with you right now. It's awesome. Well, it is. Well, listen to this. Well, well your, your, your moon conjuncts. Look, I think I sounded British. Your moon. Okay. Your moon. <laughs> I, I'm talking to you too, too long. I'm um, so flattered. Your moon conjuncts yeah. my sun. I know that's, that's awesome. Really nice, and my our Mercury, our Mercury's are in opposition, but it's a, it's an energetic kind of way, you know. Yeah, because and you know, my Mercury is conjunct Pluto, in Virgo. That's intense. That's yes. cool. Yes, and it drives yeah. my entire chart. So. Yeah, and that's quite transformative. Well, yeah. The opposite when we're dealing with when we're dealing with synastry, whether it's like love relationship partner. Um, business partnerships or just personal relationships full stop oppositions and squares i find to be really good oppositions are great opposites attract and so they bring in that extra bit of dynamic um mm -hmm. it, it, it it can bring lots of like it can bring challenges but we need challenges we need to have this excitement in whatever relationships we kind of encounter or want to be a part of because at the end of the day, growth is what essentially matters within those relationships. If, if you've got trials all over the place, if you've got sex styles all over the place, you get complacent. You do. So and that's what I look for. I'm lazy. I just want things to be easy breezy. Oh, I don't no. want no squares. You don't want easy I don't want no opposites. Opposition. You, want, you want technological issues, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> because okay. then you embrace it when you're in and it's working you're like yeah despite all of that like despite the challenges like look where i am and i've learned how to navigate myself through it for the next time well so yeah. challenges and, and are good my moon of course is exalted in you know in taurus you have in a lovely in moon. Yeah, i'm actually quite it, jealous of your moon Bruce. it's a lazy moon <laughs> it's a lazy moon. Yeah. <laughs> do you like to eat good food i do as a matter of fact oh yeah and you like not not so much that it's good you know good for you but it's good to me yeah um you know for the last 30 days uh -huh. i've actually i've been very good because i started to see myself gaining weight you know being in the house the gym is closed but 15 more days people are going to be a pretty surprised when they see me so you what, are you on a diet are you so is this how you're stripping yourself with this capricorn energy are you on a diet are you transforming yeah. yourself with i am and guess why transiting and I, I only realized this maybe a week ago because i've been really getting up and doing my cardio before i was like okay the gyms are open whenever they do and then i'll exercise but <laughs> transiting saturn is trying my ascendant you know and we know about saturn yeah saturn is about responsibility it's about discipline and it's right. also about structuring you know yeah. structuring myself to get back kind of to the way i was before so it's working for me that's good for you you see I'm having to find innovative ways to not lose weight. I'm trying to gain weight. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky you. <laughs> I'm trying to gain weight because my, my chart is just so mutable. I've got so much fire and water. And it's like, even at home, I can't help but move, but I'm, I'm finding weight. So this is where I'm getting Capricorn Saturn. I'm looking for weights. I'm going mm -hmm. to order them as soon as I can. I've had, a, I haven't had, I haven't had the capacity of the space to think about weights in that way, but I've been using bottles, like huge bottles, put them in my bag. And this is the way I'm trying to recycle as well. I think recycling is really, really important and very prominent at this time. I'm mm -hmm. not just trying to spend my money or just trying to gain things for now. I'm trying to think about innovative ways to, you know, establish what's going on in my home. What can I use at home? What can I recycle so that it works for me? So I've been using big two liter bottles, mm -hmm. putting them in my rucksack, loading my backup and doing my weights, doing my squats, using my stairs. Uh -huh. And there is, I've, there is growth. My legs are growing. 
Now, you know Sagittarius okay. rules legs. <laughs> I've got Sagittarius energy. Yes. <laughs> yes. And that is where the focus is. So, yeah, so I'm using my environment to really work out what I can do to benefit my life, really. Right. Now, and is this for Drew or is this for you? This is for me. I was doing it before, Drew. Okay. Just this checking. is totally for me. Obviously, he inspires me in so many ways. But okay. um, I've always I, I been going to I knew he had a little him. something to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> I bet, I bet when he hears this, he's gonna have, he's gonna, oh my goodness, he's gonna laugh at me. What part of Ohio is he in? I, do you know what? I don't actually know. Do I ask? Should I ask him? No, not now. I mean, <laughs> next time. <laughs> I don't know because I don't know America. Just America just seems so big. Again, it's that Sagittarius rising. Your country just seems so massive. It's overwhelming for me. Well, I mean, that's how your country seems because, like, I know you live in London, and Buckingham Palace is how far away from you? Oh, it's about 20, 20 to 25 minutes. Oh, I can hear sirens outside. You see? That's Saturn, the authority. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's about 20 to 25 minutes on the tube. Okay. So I'm, I'm in central, but I'm not in the central of central London, if that makes sense. So no, in order to get um, to Buckingham Palace... I don't Palace, know what that means. <laughs> central, like, I'm in the city. Uh-huh. Um... But I'm not, I'm not in that inner the city. <laughs> okay. I'm not like bang in the middle of the city. You still have to like if if you want to get to the real prominent features of the of London City, mm -hmm. like you still have to catch a small bus ride to get to the center, okay. or maybe get the tube, which is the underground. You know. So wait, I wait, 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 wait. Get the what? The tube? Is that the subway? The tube. That yeah, that's our subway. Yeah, we've got the best subway oh. system. Like, maybe not the best in the world, but we're ruled by Mercury. And so our system here is so mercurial. We are, our connections are very good. We get very good links. We do suffer greatly when Mercury goes retrograde. Everything literally does slow down. Mm -hmm. And like, there's so much work that's being done and we're having to take alternative measures to get to work. And it's always a bit of a nightmare. But when, it's, when Mercury's working well, but he's not, you know, in full or in detriment, like in Pisces. Right. And he's not retrograde. We have the best system. So we have buses. Uh, we have double-decker buses. Do you know about that? Oh, yeah. I see that. You remember my my uh, wall hanging that you saw? I have that on my yeah. picture. Remember? Yeah, I thought you were in London at that moment. I was like, what? what, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, what's crazy is I didn't really, well, when I first bought it, I mean, I eventually learned that it was London. It was the bus in London. Oh, oh, that's our, that's our significator. The buses are very mm -hmm. London. Our red, big, double buses are very London. So we've got those, we've got the tube, we've got the overground, and they all function really, really well. Well, and in, in Los there. Angeles, we're in California. They have a subway system, but it's not as effective. You know, because no. California is so spread out. I mean, you can catch the bus. It'll take you an hour and a half to two hours to get to maybe Long Beach to Santa Monica or whatever. And then if you drive in your car, it's going to take you maybe close to the same time. So I just go wow. ahead and drive and sit so in the it's a, it's a different feel. Yeah. But you guys right. have big cars to accommodate your big roads, right? <laughs> well, Again, the Sagittarius rise. <laughs> I don't know much about what your your Mercury's doing in. in. I want. Uh, do you know what I'm going to do actually for next time? Is I'm I'm going to scrutinize the American chart. Hmm, okay, American you know chart. what? I am going to scrutinize the UK. High five! Let's do and it. Let's do it. And you know what? Since we're talking about the UK, yeah. um Let's talk about the Queen. Do you go see her much? <laughs> have you seen her I have, before? I have. Do you know how many times I've seen her? So many times how on did TV. you get to see her on oh, okay. <laughs> there's a speech every year for christmas 
And to be honest, no, I, I don't really watch her speech. But no, she does. She pops up a lot. You know, the royal family always pop up in our news. Um, they obviously they are they are the pinnacle of, of you know they they matter to us. We do we do really care for the royal family. Um, right. But yeah, the queen. I mean, she's ninety four years old, Bruce. Yeah, she's she ninety four years old, and she's still working. She's still, still working. holding the reins. And that's but you know what's really interesting to me when you look at her chart. It yes. actually says royal. I mean, yeah, but you know, it's that I Leo think, moon. Well, it's not only that, it's that big Saturn conjuncture midheaven and it sextiles her ascendant. Yeah. Yes. But that here's is the so deal. True. When you think about the the <laughs> countries like Germany and all of the European countries, all of those leaders used astrology to pick their leaders, you know, during those times. Yeah. I think they still do. But yeah. even here in America, when they, yeah. you know, when they signed the Declaration of Independence, the leaders, the founders of this country, they use astrology to time it. And people don't even know that, you know? Bruce, That's, mm -hmm. let me just tell you something. You know, you told me this, right? You, you told me that, you know, it's very historical, the royal family, they're very connected to astrology, it's a big part of their life. And I, I remember questioning that. But I mm -hmm. use AstroGold. That's my app, right? That's mm -hmm. one of the apps that I use to quickly pull up a chart and whatnot. So when I was, because I'm lucky enough to have all of the charts for the royal family. It's insane. I've got all of them, at least most of them. And we are, the dates, the birth dates are dating back to like the 1600s. Mm -hmm. So I think you're absolutely right because these dates are so ancient. Like, for example, Queen of England, Mary, Queen of England, she was born on the 18th of February, 1516. I have her chart. She was born in Greenwich, literally about half an hour bus ride from me. That yeah. is insane. Do they have a like, time? Not, the, I've got uh, the time. Yeah, yeah, the time. For, yeah. I've got Anne Boleyn, Bruce. The 25th of April, 1507 at 11.30 in London. Yes. Now, it hasn't got the actual location. Like, it's not specific in London, but London is specific enough. So mm -hmm. my point is, is that this is not a Latin country. Like, Latin countries tend to record times. I've got the times, the date, the location. The fact that we have this, all of this for the royal family, I think mm -hmm. you're onto something. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Absolutely, they, they, you know, I mean, in ancient times with astrology, they would have their their chart read before they would, you know, crown people king and that kind of thing, and get rid of the people if they had bad aspects in their chart. So right. it it goes back a long way, and in the queen's chart. If you look at it, see how many aspects she has to her midheaven. I mean, even though a lot of them are squares and squares are harsh aspects, there's so many of them. There's so, I mean, so many. I don't. I mean, have just looking at her chart, you have to know. Well, this must be somebody. Oh, she's very got. Important. Oh my gosh. Okay, I tell you now. So she's got the planet of wealth and transformation, trining her MC, her midheaven. Yes. That's huge. That's very yeah, transformative. Well, not only that, just look at all of the, the the other squares she has to that. It's, the square, she's got the moon square, she's got Neptune square in. So the moon obviously is the, it's the public, isn't it? Right? Right. <laughs> the moon is the public. Um, also, she's got the square, Jupiter. So she's going to have a huge Jupiter, Jupiter conjunct Mars. That's massive energy, massive potency, well, you know. It's massive power. I mean, massive. And, you know, the way. And Saturn, like you say, is right there too. 
the way that you guys, or the way that she gets to rule, I mean, she can't even be accused of a crime. Well, she can't be tried for a crime. So she literally can kill somebody and nothing will happen to her. She's but, protected. Yeah, but the leader she, here, he thinks he's the same way, and it kind of seems that way. He's gotten away with so He didn't kill anybody, let's be clear. You know, all these crazy people out there. But Are you talking about Trump? I'm talking about Trump. He's done so much, he's got away with it. But the queen, yeah. I mean, she, she hasn't done anything, but it wouldn't be a problem if she did, you know? Wow, it's so interesting. But in terms, she's so pro protected, but also, like, but you can see it in terms of her body and, and her ascendant, because Saturn rules her ascendant. Right. She's Capricorn rising, and mm -hmm. her Saturn is really strong because the, um, well, Capricorn is on the midheaven planets in in the mid or the 10th house or conjunct the 10th house like in right. this case here and it's automatically strong that's an angular house yes. that's a lot of strength so that strengthens her body already and also the ruler of uh, saturn's in, in in scorpio and scorpio is ruled by mars and mars is in aquarius the uh, where saturn rules originally further strengthening her ascendant and not only that Jupiter is conjunct Mars, given her life, enduring her life, given her maturity, and, um, you know, she's 94. And not only that, her son is in Taurus. Yeah, and her Venus is actually in Libra. So it's, she's, you know, she's quite in stylish. Pisces, 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 exalted. Wait. Okay, you know what? I'm looking at Prince Harry. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there we go. You're there way we ahead go. of me. Bruce. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. In Pisces, so she, her Venus is exalted, further strengthening her, her body. Because obviously, Taurus is physical, right? Right. Exactly. It's the physical body. And listen to this. Um, right. This is what I really thought was interesting. She was born with Mars conjunct Jupiter. Uh -huh. And old school, well, not old school, I guess, ancient astrologers, ancient. they called that aspect the king maker. Oh, go for it. Yeah. And so, you know, her son, you know, he's supposed to heir to the, to the crown, but he has a similar aspect of uh -huh. Mars conjunct Jupiter and his son, William, is going to be king. So he, she was a kingmaker and so was he. I just think that that's pretty fascinating. It's, it is insane, isn't it? Really, really I is. love it. Speaking I of which, it. speaking of which, yeah. let's talk about Prince Charles for a minute. Um, Prince <laughs> he, Charles. Prince Charles, he is the He has an exalted moon like you. He does, but he's he's a playboy. I'm, I'm he's I'm, a playboy. I'm a nice okay, guy. are we going there? Is that where we're going? <laughs> well, we need to. I mean, look, in his in his chart, it looks like he's actually a horned dog, okay? If okay, you go a, a horned a what dog? Oh <laughs> <I'm sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> a horned dog, you know, he's just really uh with a lot of women. I'm sorry. Really you active. You don't use that that term i guess yes i've never heard of it yes and you see why well i see why uh he was born with venus venus rules women conjunct neptune neptune is you know kind of slicey and, and cunning it's so beautiful but it's very fantasy too right exactly i mean he's a prince i mean women get taken in by that it's a fairy mm -hmm. tale you know very dreamy yeah and then actually that gets a sextile by mars that that whole little set right there the venus conjunct neptune you yeah. Know? So, yeah, he's yeah, and also quite he's got his moon ex exalted. His moon is exalted in in Taurus. So again, um, his Venus is in 
is strong in Libra, so the relationships are going to really matter to him. But it makes me also wonder about his relationship with mum. Obviously, his mum, because you could tell the na the nature of mum by looking right. at the moon, at the moon in somebody's the, chart. The nature, the nature of dad by the sun, yes. Right. So his moon is opposing Mercury. And so for me, that just suggests or indicates some form of friction, um, some perhaps some tension in and around the way that they communicate. But what's good, though, is I do feel like he has got respect for mum's power or mum's authority because of that trine with Saturn. So there is a sense of like security with mum. But right. there is also this issue around communication and this friction around communication. And so him as a prince and with this kind of uh, conflict with his mental processing, he has to learn how to balance because oppositions are about balance, aren't they? He has to learn how yeah. to balance his sense of security and material security to so being that the moon in Taurus with the way in which he communicates and processes information. And he's quite intense because his Mercury is in... Is in Scorpio, so he's Scorpio, got to try and balance the two in order well, to have a better relationship with Mama. I would love to be a fly on the wall when they got into an argument because not only that, his moon—I mean, he's born with the the moon square Pluto, and then of course, you know, Mercury opposite the moon. So he probably has had many, many emotional breakdowns. That's <laughs> what I'm thinking. Oh yeah. Yeah, very transformative. It's so funny though because you know, very private. We would, we would, the royal family is so protected. <laughs> we well, would never know this stuff. But I do feel behind the scenes, I think you're right. I think there's been a lot of transformative kind of well, situations for him. That's why Diana tried to let us know, you know? And people say Ooh. that's why they killed her. And she wrote that book. Diana. That, yeah, she was talking so much about what, what that life was like. I wonder that Megan read that book. Said, <laughs> what was the last bit you said, Bruce? I wonder if Megan read the book. Oh, um, maybe, maybe in order to connect with Harry. I mean, them two are, are so beautiful. I really respect and admire their their relationship. But but with uh, Diana, she had her ascent, her descendant is Gemini. Now, instantly, that tells us there's this sense of duality with partnerships and the significant other because the seventh house is to do with contracts, marriage, and you know relationships right. in that in that respect. And and her and Gemini. Um, so Mercury, I'm just trying to find a chart now. Mercury is ruled. Okay, here it is. So, yeah, so her Gemini, her Mercury is ruled by... Oh, okay, her Mercury's in Cancer, but it's in the eighth house. So already, already, and retrograde. So already, you know, hidden relationships. Her partner, probably there's this sense of duality and mutability. Maybe he was moving around whilst they were married. Possibly he was, he was, there were secrets on his, his part because of Mercury in the eighth house. And not only that, her Venus in, in the, um, in the sixth is, what's Venus doing? Venus squaring her moon. Okay. And Venus well, yeah, but you know, the biggest aspect I saw when I looked at this is because she was called the people's princess, right? Yeah, she um, was. She was born with Jupiter um which is her ascendant ruler and the moon both in uh, aquarius so that makes her you know the people's princess yeah. that's pretty amazing was, to me mm -hmm. she made healing look so beautiful didn't she we really admired her without venus in in the six we oh, really admired well, that her makes work. sense yeah but yes. remember she was the first public figure to like 
hug and shake hands with the people that had AIDS. Right. Yeah. But also, so, Bruce, mm -hmm. look at her North Node in Leo. Oh, yep, it's conjunct to that royal star. You know what? Right. I just talked about this last week. Prince, yes. Princess Pluto and his midheaven are conjunct that point. It's yeah. Beautiful, right on the MC, right yes. on the, uh, the, the 10th house. Yeah. But she yes. was definitely, um, oh, I mean, she was just, you know, she's got a Sagittarius ascendant. So she was, she was free. She wanted oh, yeah, to I mean, that, that whole royal life and not being able to, to do this and do that, you know, was not working. And, you know, Christelle, we have uh, pretty much ran out of time. Jeez, that was an hour already. Good Where did you week. get that from? How do you know? I can't see times. Where does it say that? <laughs> yes, we've is been Is it time to go? Hour. It is. No, it is. Bruce, no. Stop the time. We have, we have to stop the time. Well, we can't stop the time. But Can we stop we, the time? We'll, we'll come. We'll come again. I'll have okay. you again, and we have to we have to definitely uh, continue on. But um, we'll do a part two. Yes, absolutely. But this was great to have you on, bringing you um, all the way across the water. And I need you me. to, if people want to get a hold of you, how do they contact you? Okay, you told me off yesterday. You told me I need to get my website. I promise I'm going to get my website. But for now, I don't have one. I've got my Instagram account, so people can contact me um, on my Heart Space Astrology account. Or email me at info at heartspaceastrology.com. And yeah, very simple. <laughs> very simple. And yeah. um, and if you want to get a hold of me, um, you go to psychicwayne1.com. That's psychicwayne, the number one.com. And also follow me uh, at on Instagram at psychicwayne1. And, you know, the Bruce the Bruce Wayne, and that's why Christelle calls me Brucey. Um I don't really put that out. You know, people, if people find that, that's fine. But the professional one where there's no ratchet stuff <laughs> will be psychic waiting one um, at Instagram. So um, this has been a great show. Um, you guys, thank you for, for listening. Uh, we've had a whole lot of maybe a little bit of, you know, noise or trouble. That's because we're keeping safe. You know, she's in London. I'm in L.A. I'm at home. She's at home. So we're doing that. And a big shout out to Zoe Williams voice of reason and we are going to be back or i will be back next week and christelle you definitely definitely have to come back to my show Absolutely. you know i'll be back bruce i got you yes okay take all right care. everybody take Bye. care and have a great weekend people thank you for listening you're tuned in to starstruck where the stars align